It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. Hey everybody, WFO Radio. Got something very special for you today. Bobby Bennett from Competition Plus is going to be joining us talking about the debut of the new Legends, the series episode featuring Billy Meyer. That's right, Billy created, invented, dreamed up the Texas Motorplex, the stampede of speed, and so many things in between. Bobby Bennett from Competition Plus is going to be joining us just seconds from now. I know what you're thinking. I know, and I shouldn't even tell you this, but I'm going to tell you because this is what WFO is all about. Honesty, telling the audience the truth. The answer is this is pre-recorded. Me and Bobby got together before now, and since the episode is debuting tonight, we timed it out. And so you guys will remember to watch tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Real quick, let me run through the people who make it possible for me to talk to guys like Bobby, like Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology, TotalSeal.com. Thanks to Hartford and Lake and the whole team over there. Really appreciate them. New episodes of Hidden Horsepower coming out all the time. Their website, you can get all kinds of great stuff up there. SamTech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. They're approved to train veterans under the GI Bill. Blockhead CNC programming. They got it all at samtech.edu. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure. You're up against that holiday. What are you going to get for your friends? Get them the Dragster Adventure. They will love you. And if you don't want to go that big, that's fine. Rodax Coffee and Grills.com, hot sauces and spice rubs, everything good. 817 924 6821. That is Marvin Rodak, Rodax Coffee and Grills.com. And don't forget our own WFO radio store. Just hit the website, WFORadio.com. We've got all kinds of great logo products and even an Amazon store with some great products up there that I think are super cool. But now let's bring on our guest of honor from Competition Plus, Bobby Bennett. Bobby, welcome. How are you? Hey, it's better to be here on different circumstances than the last time. Yes. Well, the last time, first of all, that's kind of not good that it's been that long. The last time we had you on was your recovery from COVID interview. Wow. That's been a while. You're looking great, Bobby. Every time yes, I sir. see it, it's like, wow, you survived something big. I try to tell everybody back in the day and it wasn't, it was just a year ago, but back, back about a year ago, I was like an F modified production and now I'm a low D modified production. I could still zing the flywheel. You got healthy. You um it was a it was a health scare and you decided to get as healthy as is possible and it's very obvious that you're doing it and that is great. And you know what? I want to thank you since we we brought that up. There's a couple of things going on that I do want to thank you. That first and foremost, making the pandemic a real a real thing, giving it a face so that when I was encountering people who were telling me that it's, you know, it's all a lie. It's a, it's a fake thing. Ignore it. I, I knew to not listen because I had someone that I knew and that I trusted who was experiencing it and experienced it in such a way that was horrific that I knew to not listen. And Bobby, you know it, man. There were a lot of people that were motivated to tell others to ignore it. And I, I never did. And thank you for that. Well, uh, unfortunately, I guess we all have a role in life to play sometimes. I never thought mine would be uh, on the health side, but, uh, you know, the, the thing is, is that uh, be aware of your surroundings, be aware of everything, and most of all, get your health in the best shape, and, uh, you know, that's your best weapon against everything. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Common sense and, and, and being healthy and taking the right stuff. But anyway, we're not, we're not here to go down that road, everybody. We're here to talk about Billy Meyer. But I do have to thank Bobby about one other thing. Bobby, you put me on Competition Plus TV at the very beginning. And this year, I got my first opportunity at the Fox Sports 1 broadcast. I got to check some boxes, right? You ever been on Fox Sports? Yes. You ever done live TV? Yes. Uh, and uh, you and others along the way, giving me an opportunity in front of cameras to, you know, relax and understand uh, what it was all about a little bit. Greatly appreciated and, uh, you know, made it made it to a, a high level this year. Well, Joe, I kind of like I'm starting to feel like the uh, Bill Belichick of Internet drag racing magazines in that I have a coaching tree of people who who were once with us that have gone on to bigger and better things uh, or bigger and different things. Uh, and, and everyone who was part of this team along the way, I'm just I'm so proud of them. So proud of you. So proud of Brian Loans, Krista Baldwin, and and forgive me if I leave anybody out, but we have had a whole group of team, bless Mayhew, that have come through here. And yeah, some are still here. Wow. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like, uh, and hey, maybe we'll be there again. Who knows? Um, it's, it's, it's a great thing to have these media outlets like Competition Plus. We can go and, you know, get some experience and work and meet people and rep the sport. And, you know, again, who knows uh, what the future holds. But thank you for that. And I appreciate it. All right, let's talk Billy Meyer. Uh, I'm sure there's people out there commenting on all our social uh, channels. We're going to watch a clip, which is cool. This is not going to make the podcast because the clip is like four minutes long. But what we are going to do, and since we have scheduled this on our YouTube page and Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, uh, it'll be one of those, um, you know, visual only parts of WFO radio. But before we get to the clip, let's talk about Billy. A lot of people think Billy Meyer, Texas Motorplex, funny car racer. What did you learn about Billy Meyer? <laughs> he's still he's still Waco Willie, wide open Willie. Uh, Billy Meyer. Uh, I wouldn't say so much that he uh, he he comes across as being cocky, uh, you know, in, in some aspects. But I, I beg to differ now that uh, that I've learned much more about Billy. And that a lot of it was just his upbringing. Uh, you know, uh, one of the questions I asked him is, how did you grow up? How what, what was it like growing up in such a positive energy household that doesn't even recognize the uh, recognize the possibility of defeat? And, you know, came across brash. He was young. He was cocky. Came in with 18 wheeler when guys will, were still doing the pull along trailer thing. And he had big sponsors. He didn't care. He didn't mind telling you what he thought. And, uh, just, just so many things that, that I learned in the interview and, and uh, something I've always said is that legends of series was grown out of two, two reasons. Uh, number one, we were at an NHRA event and they had a young, young, uh, person working there for, for NHRA and Richard Tharp walked in the press room. I said, Hey, that's Richard Tharp. And the, the young gentleman says, who's that? You know? And I'm thinking, you know, maybe we ought to do some stuff to, uh, to educate our younger audience of those who laid the foundation by, before them. And then my absolute love of, 
of NFL football. I love football, as you know. Yeah, because you are uh, a Bucks fan, then you're you know not you're not Bucks. a bandwagon fan, by the way. No, You've been with the I, Bucks since they were I, garbage. Look, look, just so I can prove, here's a logo athletic sawtooth hat. Wow. Dude, you had to be down in the dumps for that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no faking that one. Right. Uh, but anyway, I would find one of these episodes of this documentary that they did on uh, on the NFL Network called A Football Life. And I would specifically pick the people that I could not stand because I wanted to come away from one episode with one reason why I would respect them or like them or kind of like them, but not sure. hate them anymore. Not that there's ever really any hate, but the same thing with drag racing. I wanted to go with what went beyond the magazine covers, the stuff that we all talked about sitting around telling war stories. Got it. All right. So let's get, let's dive into the clip. Billy Meyer legends, of the series 8 PM Eastern December 22nd, which is hopefully tonight. Assuming all of our scheduling has worked out appropriately. Everybody should go to competitionplus.com, check it out. Let's watch uh, the clip. Come up the hard way, I like to say, in, in drag racing. I've been doing it for some 19 years. And, and when I first started, uh, it was my wife and myself uh, towing down the road with a race car. And I don't think Billy Myers has ever done that. And I believe that uh, the money that he's gotten and things he's done has come from his family. And um, I don't think he's ever even had a job as far so as So what I you're know. saying, do you think then that money can buy a competitive oh, race car? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It just, that's, all, that's what it really takes is a, uh, is a lot of money. People talk and they don't necessarily have all the facts. Have you, uh, what did, did you ever try to counsel anybody when they would say, when there was that perception out there when it really wasn't? No, because I, I didn't give a damn. You know, I, I had a mission and I had a goal of what I was trying to accomplish and I didn't I don't care what anybody thinks. I still don't care what anybody thinks. I mean I, obviously I don't want anybody to think ill of me, but I, I'm I'm just who I am. I'm very goal driven, you know, and was raised that way and, and uh, still am. If you knew what really happened and and, and uh, how much help I really got from my family, you wouldn't you would think about that. I mean I've been in hotels where I had to sneak out at night because I didn't you know, my credit card didn't work anymore. And this is a sight you very rarely see on any drag strip. Two cars coming at each other head on. The blue max against Billy Meyer. Meyer coming around him and passing him. Heading back behind. Probably had pissed him off so many times being so aggressive. You know, I, did, I wasn't the one that would get any, any rules breaks. That that determination, you know, and and, and it, it's omnipotent. I mean, you know, obviously the world's full of educated derelicts, you know, but persistence and determination is omnipotent. I mean, so I I knew I worked harder than anybody, and I and I knew I I tried harder, and and I am kind of a mad scientist when it comes to being a tuner. Paul Smith, Larry Kugel teaming up with the Sting, Billy Meyer, his 18-wheel trailer, a large supply of parts. Did not have the problems Paul Smith and the low-budget crew had in getting to this final round. He is going to be one of drag racing's ultra superstars. 
Plus, he's darn good looking, and I don't know how they keep the girls away from him. Do you answer to Waco Willie or Wide Open? I'll answer to anything anymore. I don't care. <laughs> what was it like your first fire? It was hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you wanted no part of the recreation of the fire, right? Well, I did. I did all those scenes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do the. That was a. Yeah, I didn't. That it was all remote control in that movie. you know I knew we were in a big league sport and but we were playing in little league ballparks but it'd be like the Dallas Cowboys playing at a high school football field was what we were doing I mean I raced it an IHRA race we raced in St. Louis and they didn't even have lights at the finish line in, in the shutoff area Eddie Hill a great crowd of fans were on their feet hoping to see the first sub five second run actually my biggest regret is that NHRA didn't believe me and they thought I was trying to take over the sport. They didn't believe that I actually did it for the betterment of the sport, trying to merge everything together. There was no amount of positive energy that could have put a positive spin on that IHRA experience for you, was there? Well, a drought would have helped. <laughs> There's a saying behind you. Would you read that? I don't need to read it. Can you tell? Yeah, sure. Obviously, it's whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire. Sincerely believe, and then enthusiastically act upon. To become the path. What does that mean to you? <laughs> and there you have it. Wow, Bobby. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. The yeah, snake yeah. coming in with the snake. And we know from the snake's book that him, he and Billy seeing him out there on the stage this year as the snake became a legend of the Texas Motorplex. But having just read snake's book and to know that like there was a ballot stuffing campaign and there was all kinds of stuff going on uh, to see how they have come together. Um, that is amazing. But Billy, what a determined person. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, uh, just just to clarify when there were some blank spots where there was uh we have uh we are able to use on our youtube channel music and we picked the perfect song i think for the billy meyer preview spirit in the, Sp the sky by norman greenball <laughs> oh, i don't know go. if you've ever heard that song but that's Absolutely. what we're playing behind it but we didn't uh obviously for legal reasons we couldn't do it on this but but that those are just clips of just parts of the interview. Uh, I mean, you get the brash Billy Meyer that I really don't give a crap what you think about me. But then when we talk about his father, who he reveals in the show was working right up to the week he died, you know, on a, a just finished up another chicken soup for the soul books. And his dad was extremely in the positive energy that hence the sponsorship, the SMI motivator, you know. Well, I knew that. And Billy had been on WFO a while back and he, he explained all about that. His dad was one of the like the pioneers of that uh, almost, um, you know, the power of positive thinking. He was in sales and he had built a whole sales network. You think about all those people who are in that nowadays. Um, Billy got ahead of it, but it sounds like Billy, you know, he had the support, but it weren't just giving him money. 
to go drag racing. No, no. And, and as you might have picked up on the first clip, said you didn't know that there were times that I didn't even have enough money to pay the hotel bill or, you know, the time that they would have to go eat at the restaurant at the hotel on the credit card because they didn't have money, cash money to go out and eat, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of misnomers out there. And that's one of the reasons why we do this, uh, like we did with the Kenny Bernstein episode, which I uh, urge all of your viewers to go watch. It's the Legend of Kenny Bernstein uh, Legends, a series. Uh, just go on your YouTube, put in Legends, the series, and they can go and watch all the way back to season one. Even the Jungle Pam one, which is on the verge of one million views. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. I've seen the Jungle Pam one. And uh, what I did was I went to YouTube on my smart TV and I typed in. I didn't type. I just voice, uh, you know, the Legends, the series. And they just started playing. And there goes an afternoon. Right. Like just hours later, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I, I want to give you credit in that you have evolved your like, remember, guys, he just gave us a clip. We just like put together a bunch of clips for our show. Uh, it's produced on his deal. And uh, you have evolved your style so much like, you know, see, being there off mic, the, the, the person is the focus and um, they've gotten emotional over the years. It's pretty amazing. I remember Daryl Gwynn and others. Uh, great job with it. So 8 p.m. Eastern time. December 22nd, tonight, Legends the Series on competitionplus.com and your YouTube channel and all of that. People are, you know, what happens though? Like, what if I get there like one minute early? Does it pop on? Do I need to click refresh? A lot of people don't know how that goes. It's set for eight o'clock. It'll go through its usual spiel of the premiere because we set it up to premiere at 8 p.m. Uh, one, one thing that you were talking about, the evolution of these videos I can tell you that each episode, before I will do an episode on somebody, I have to know that they're worth my time. Not saying that my time is valuable. Sure. Uh, not saying that I'm some big, big shot, but each episode has a minimum of maybe 60 hours of editing time. Uh, the Kenny Bernstein one went over a, a hundred hours because I kept going back and refining and refining. I'm, right at 60 hours on the Billy Meyer thing. I had it finished and then I'm going back and refining some more. So uh, just, just kind of a few clips that I maybe, ah, let's see if we can squeeze that in there. So. Excellent. Bobby, I think you've done a great job. Hopefully everybody will check it out. Legends, the series, the Billy Meyer episode and Billy, I can tell you my personal interactions with him have been all great. Like he has been, uh, he and Chrissy have been so nice to me. Um, and my times at the motorplex have all been great and I've had a good time. Stampede of speed this year was just out of control. And so, um, there's a lot, a lot to want to emulate too. the guy. Yeah. Like what is, what is the statement? Like if you vividly, uh, dream it and enthusiastically pursue it, um, what they did this year with the motorplex to refurbish and, and put it on the cutting edge of facilities. That's what drag racing needs again. You can't walk into a place and be like, oh, this is old. Nobody likes that, especially sponsors, especially team owners, especially media people. Billy recognized it, and that place is top-notch right now. I always say that that drag strip from the day it was created was one of the seven wonders of the drag racing world. I mean, think about it. Think yeah. about it. I mean, 
at the time this thing came out, Concrete Quarter Mile, you've got to be kidding because before that, every concrete highway or everything that would you when you would drive down the concrete highway, stop me if you've heard this before. Do 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 absolutely. And and I'm just thinking. You know, and he, he said, you know, that they, uh, when he's explaining this in this episode, he's like, well, we did, uh, you know, we started out with the six foot concrete pads. Then we went to 18 foot. Then we went to 60 foot. Then we went to 100, 200, 300. And we always figured, well, the car's going to run to that point, run very well to that point. So why not just do it all the way down the drag strip? Right, that post-tension uh, style of concrete, which is, to this day, people need to realize, like, that's the only surface that has ever been there since. Like, they haven't torn it up. It's been there since, like, what? What is it, 1983 that the track came around? And no, it was 86, 86, 86. 85, so 86, yeah. It's 2021. It's the same concrete, and the crew chiefs still uh, like it and can get after it. Absolutely, and... uh you know, one of the things is that for the longest, when the NHRA came there, and this is something that Billy reveals in there, is that the NHRA did not really want him to build this track this way. They told him he built it all wrong, uh, and, and a lot of that stemmed from nobody knew how to how to prepare the track, how to uh, clean up the track, and it was a whole new learning experience on the whole deal, and. Uh, that that is that is one of the big things and billy he and the nhra had kind of a love hate relationship i think it's i think it's a lot better he says that there's probably some residual but i i don't see that because i don't think anybody's here that was back in the dallas gardner days when right. uh well billy kind of pushed their buttons and, and everything i mean case in point he's talking about he had the Skull Bandit sponsorship. Well, according to Billy, NHRA threatened to not give him any points, not pay him for the race if he won it or any of that. And Billy says, I don't care. I'll just get my money in court. So have at it. And, and the funny thing is, is that because uh, Winston viewed Skull or U.S. Smokeless as a competitor, he was kind of like counseled against running that sponsorship and then he won the race so what are you going to do now you're not going to give him points nah they would have been a pr disaster and then of course billy uh uh larry carrier who was the guy over the ihra who was public enemy number one for the nhra larry decides that he's just gonna not pay any drivers appearance money and just throw this big pot in there i think they were paying like 30,000 to win, 30, 30 grand to win for fuel, both fuel classes, and like 10 grand to win pro stock, Mount Motor Pro Stock, uh, back in 79 and 80. And, and the, the purse kept going up. Well, guess who shined at that? Was, was the shiner at that race? Billy Meyer. He was in there picking Larry Carrier's pocket every year for that big money. He even pointed out in the Legends episode that he used to put that as part of his receivables in his budget. <laughs> he used to count on winning the race, and he did. It was like cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. He went to the finals of that race from 70, I believe it was 74 
1984. Oh my I goodness! Went to the final six times of that race and won five of them. Wow! And uh, you know, and then he goes. What does he do? He goes and buys the IHRA, and all of a sudden, he he had a vision of joining merging the ihra with the nhra but it didn't work out there were too many people that didn't trust him thought he was taking over the sport trying to take over the sport so it didn't work so billy took his took his ball and went and played elsewhere uh took the texas motorplex to ihra where he was running and of course he didn't count on 10 of 12 races getting rain (laughs) so much so that the ihra didn't stand for the International Hot Rod Association. It stood for it has rained again. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it, yeah. you know, time heals all wounds. And, and I believe that the, the wounds between the IHRA or Billy Meyer and NHRA are pretty much healed. I would, I would hope so. And, uh, you know, as you get older, you see the great rivals, uh, come together and celebrate their rivalry and, um, you know, I do. I can't help but think, and I don't know all the details. I can't wait to watch, right, to formulate a better opinion. I've heard some stories, though, and I just think about if only, if only they could get together and got on the same page. But it was a different world then, right, like synergies and these, you know, mergers and synergies and we can do it better, more efficiently together was not the thing of the era it was like all versus all competition and uh if i'm gaining you've got to be losing and that's not the way it is anymore it like we all excel when we're on the same page working in the in the right direction together now i'm not saying like apple and samsung that's their rivals and they're trying to take each other's market share and certainly ford versus uh gm but even then you know what battery projects do they have together what what are they working on slightly under the surface that they can lower cost for themselves um that kind of thing hadn't taken over yet and anybody that enters your arena they're a threat to you and they're trying to close you down and steal your business and take food out of your mouth and so they need to be fought um billy was so far ahead of his time with the ixra stuff we would have never Never told him that back in the day, being in the media, but he really was. Now, hindsight being 2020, we look back on it. I mean, 12 car fields, 12 cars, really? Yeah. So what happened was your number one and number two qualifiers got by runs into the second round, and the rest had to battle it out to make it to the quarterfinals. And, and it was uh, it, it was just a really – Today, with short fields, as we get from time to time, it would have been excellent. Uh, maybe not so much when we had the full fields, but uh, that was that was one of them. The other one that really made Billy not liked in the in the uh, IHRA Sportsman pits. We are going to kill super stock, modified, and stock. And we're going to replace it with 790, 899, 910, 911, 912, 90 classes. That flew about as well as a lead balloon. And uh, But what we didn't know is that he was actually seeing the future uh, of this whole deal. Now, he will readily admit in the uh, episode of Legends of Series that he didn't understand the sportsman racer. 
and, and learned a lot from those mistakes. Wow. That is great. Yeah. I'm against that. Uh, as yeah, an idea. Me too. But, uh, but, but the willingness to try, this is what we're saying all the time and need to be saying all the time, the willingness to expand your mind beyond what already exists to think about what things could be, what can be done and try some things. Like, I don't agree with that. Um, and you know, he course corrected, but the willingness to think of things not as they are, but as they could be, which is what his little motto was. Um, I'm all for that. And not everything you do is going to be right. Like not every idea you come up with is going to be the idea, but some of them are, and some of them aren't. You got to go through that process. And that's what Billy seems most willing to do, to try stuff. And uh, that's kind of where we are right now. And, um, you know, has Billy Myers style and methodology ultimately won out because I feel like now the NHRA is in a phase where they are willing to try whatever we're going to do a call out race and let number one call out one of the racers. And what does it take to be successful? Let's try it. Let's do some stuff. Let's mix it up. That's what we have always needed. And now we're there and uh, the time is right for guys like me and you who are in it right now. But um, you know, that was seems to be a Billy's uh, methodology the whole time. Well, the thing is, is that I was a little bit jaded on the whole idea because at the time I was a 19-year-old in, in 1988, I had just uh, went to the bank and borrowed $1,500 to create a magazine because nobody would give me a chance to write for them. And it was going to be a 40-page black and white sportsman only with a focus <laughs> on IHRA sportsman racing. And uh, Billy Meyer wiped out half of the classes. And I'm like, son of a gun. But it wasn't gun, I said. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Now, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and, and just so you know, that $1,500 I went and borrowed was to create a new magazine called Competition Plus which was a sportsman magazine and lasted for eight months and had over 800 subscribers when I went broke. 800. Not bad. Not bad. I, I, was, I was hustling, man. That's it. <laughs> but I, what I did say is that one day, if I ever get a chance to do another magazine, I'd call it competition plus, And this time I would make it a success. Fortunately, I didn't know I'd be uh, creating a, a whole new industry, you know, a, a kind of a magazine that's like the type that would reprint itself every night sitting on the coffee table. But 22 years of competition plus, and we're still kicking it. Still kicking it, baby. Well, great job and congratulations on that. Bobby, thank you very much. Billy Meyer, Legends the Series, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, December 22nd, tonight. Um, you definitely want to watch it. What's the total runtime on the deal? Bobby. Uh, it's right at an hour. I started stretching these things out. I, uh, when I started, I tried to keep them under 30 minutes or close to it. And I realized I was not enough cutting out so much and it's the internet. People can always come back. Yep. You don't have to switch the channels. And uh, usually we have about an 80% full view rate. Uh, our YouTube channel is, is it's like 41,000, 42,000 subscribers. And we have we have all the rare, hard to find videos 
that that we have an archive that would rival just about anybody uh, and uh, episodes and even the storytellers. We managed to get one episode of storytellers out of Billy in there about oh, the really? time he got attacked when he was buck naked by the secret service. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's as storytellers, uh, Billy Meyer. And it's, I think it's called all this over unpaid parking tickets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he he right. brandished a weapon at the airport at the hotel where the president's wife and kid were staying at. <laughs> and it, it was innocent. It was an innocent deal. He was just like, you know, and of course he's sleeping and he hears somebody beating on the door. He says, if my car didn't go through, I'll come down there with money in the morning. Uh, and they said, open the door now, open the door now. Well, little did he know it was because he had a shotgun because he was scared. He was going to get beat up by another racer. And he had a shotgun that they put, got put in the trunk. It was sitting in the front seat of the car when he went to valet his car. And, and he put that in there and just walked away. Well, he didn't know that President Gerald Ford's wife was staying there. And so when he did open the door, the Secret Service rushed the room. Well, he was uh, he was sleeping in his birthday suit and ended oh up <laughs> spread eagle on the floor with dudes down there. I'm sorry. I ain't going to tackle a naked <laughs> man. I, I don't care how much you pay me. <laughs> he, uh, you, you better get on down on the floor there. But uh they had him down there and he went down and, and, and the first thing he said to the, the guys when he got down there, when they let him put clothes on and everything, he says, I was going to pay those parking tickets. And they said, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's why you're here, right? Parking tickets. No, you pull out a weapon where the president's wife is staying at. He's like, huh? But, oh, but it, 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 it's all kinds of sordid stuff. So, you know, again, another one of our unique uh, original content venues is Storytellers, which a lot of those come out of our, you know, Legends of Series stuff that we just can't really fit fit in there. And uh, yeah, no, we're listening. watching, you know, like Nikki Bonifani and the death of the rental car. Yes. Hi, I'm Ron Selzy. When uh, Ron Ron Selzy and Gary Caps teamed up to destroy a rental truck. Oh my gosh! All right. So on that note, what do you think of the Ron Caps uh, news? You excited? Wow. Uh, you know, I'm just excited for drag racing. I, I, I'm excited as a whole. We are watching drag racing go through a transformation, uh, and, and just. Anything that's positive news for drag racing, I'm I'm in favor for. Uh, I mean, it's like the worst kept secret in drag racing. We kind of oh, knew it was coming, right? You know, well, snowstorm they've been predicting for two weeks out, and it finally right. hits. You know, there's always a chance it ain't going to hit, but you know, this time it was, and, and you know. I'm just excited for drag racing, you know, and, and I will have an editorial coming out here soon. You know me, I, I'm pretty opinionated at times, but I very rarely write commentaries, but I right. am writing one now. I'm working on it. And like my epi uh, episodes of legends, the series, I keep going back and correcting and changing stuff. But uh, my opinion, it hasn't changed that we are living in a golden era of drag racing. 
And it might not be the golden era that everybody lived in, but we no longer have to go to National Dragster to see when our shows are going to come on. We don't have to uh, go and buy videotapes to watch drag racing. Right. We can we can uh, go to YouTube, you know, click a click of the mouse, and we're watching the 1977 World Finals. Anything you want, anything, anything. you want. But then, and yet, people are so angry right now at oh everything. Oh my right? gosh, they're so know, angry. I, I tell them, and, and you know what? I'm sorry for the NASCAR fans, yeah. but they say, "Oh, this sport's circling the drain." Well, if you want to see something that's circling, you you can go to other forms of motorsports. I know one that goes in circles that's circling. But our sport, you've never had it so good and you don't realize you've had it so good. Oh my gosh, sometimes they act like the children of the day. You don't know what it's like to have to watch three black and white stations with rabbit ears and 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 watch the McNeil Lair report because soap operas are on TV. Right. And you know what? And that was great when it was happening. At least you were watching something in a box on a table. Like, wow, man, like, look at these pictures. They're moving. Uh, And I'm not even that old. Like, that's the thing. It's all perspective. You know what? I don't even agree that NASCAR is circling the drain. But look at Kyle Larson, how much excitement he brought to the deal. It just everything goes in cycles, you know, like you get your favorite. And and you know what? I'm really not educated enough on the NASCAR thing to make that deal. Yeah. But when it well, comes but to people are racing, saying that though. They're like mad that Bubba's a driver and they're mad at a bit different stuff. And you know, it look, what it really is about, in my opinion, is that people are raging at the dying of the light, their own selves. Because you think about yourself, Bobby Bennett, when he was 18 and 19 and 20, and now Bobby's 50, and you start thinking, man, you're coming up on the last couple hundred feet of the run, and what's gonna happen over when it's over, and it's kind of hard to maintain a positive attitude in that deal. Like, man, my time, like it, let's say your golden era was the 1970s, right? Well, now it's 2021 and it's not about you anymore. It's about Krista Baldwin and it's about whatever it's about. And I can tell you that those young people, they are loving their golden era just as much as we loved our golden era. And I like to think it's still our golden era, right? And it is as long as you want to hold on to it. But the second that you like disconnect and say, it's not about me anymore and it's not for me anymore, that's when you become old and that's when you get angry. And then you go to Facebook and you start typing. Uh, I, uh, I love 1972. Yeah. It was a good era for drag race, but you know what else was good? 25 cents a gallon gas. That was really good. Now, do you think that's coming back? No. No. And neither is drag racing from 1972. Obviously, we never set out there during the oil downs of 1972. Three hours. I, I, I'm like, I go to the Bakersfield March meet. And when we have three hours of downtime for nostalgia, funny cars, I'm sorry. I love the cars, but the presentation sometimes sucks because of all the oil downs and stuff like that. Now I realize nobody does that on purpose. Yeah. I've, n- I've but, never been, but, but, just think if we didn't have today's modern cleanup methods during that thing, it would have probably been six hours. But but the whole point I'm making is, is that don't discount what we have achieved in drag racing. I mean, we wanted the next level. We wanted the next level. And you know what? We got there in terms of sponsorships. But you know what you got to do when you got there? Get there. 
You got to keep it. And you got to keep raising the bar. You got to keep raising the bar. And, and the more you raise the bar, the more of your favorites fall off. You yeah. can't keep going. So, you know, I always tell, I, I told my buddies down in Australia, you, you clamor for the next level, but be careful. That next level might be the next level down. Right. Because you can't hang because uh, it's just too much work or too much money or brings in interested players that are more well uh, healed than you. Like it was an outlaw thing and a bunch of outlaws could handle it. And then all of a sudden people got interested and like, we've got money and they got like, you know, real money. Like the day Elon Musk wants to go drag racing against Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, the, the Don Schumachers are going to have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and you know what? You know why Dave McClellan and those guys were so popular back in the day? Because there was no drag racing coverage to be found on TV. Right. There was, was none. It. There was, was maybe it. eight shows a year. We can get eight shows a day now. Yeah. I mean, there, there was not there. It's almost like, what was that Eddie Murphy skit? He says, man, if you haven't eaten in three days and somebody gives you a, a, a cracker. cracker and you eat Rips. it, Man, was that a high ho? Was that a risk? Man, that was good. And that's the way drag racing is. Uh, today, uh, we have so much of it that we're spoiled that we don't know. Yeah. Just, but I, I actually think, though, that the positivity is winning out over the negativity. Like, I, I think hope so because we've seen a change in the last, I would, I don't know, maybe like, uh, two years, three years, post-pandemic, maybe the pandemic. You know, we were going really good in 2019. 2019 was a really good season. 2020, I genuinely believed, was going to be our best season ever until this thing happened. And, uh, you know, we've been kind of stumbling uh, to just stay alive. But last year, 2021, was a great year. Like, once we got our footing and kind of got out of it and took the masks off at Charlotte, we were able to pursue fun and and we had great battles funny car the erica and the greg thing and pro stock um great racing top to bottom and i really feel like some of those real negative nancy's no offense people named nancy but have kind of i don't want to say they've given up but they've taken their act elsewhere right like they've realized like okay i'm even if i am feel the way i feel just announcing it randomly over and over again on people's Facebook posts is yeah. not serving anything like, okay, I'll just like, I've made my point. I liked it better back in the day. Uh, it is what it is now. And by the way, they're getting what they wanted, by the way, the, the super teams kind of coming back to earth, more single car teams, Antron caps are going to find their way in the world. Tony Stewart coming in two car team, like excitement for them to enjoy. It's just whether they allow themselves to, which we know some people don't. Some it might, people might, be the, might be the point where we have to step back and reinvent ourselves. And, and one of the things at competitionplus.com is that we have to reinvent ourselves every year. We have to do new things to, uh, I mean, for instance, I mean, we did video. I mean, we came out with our first video stuff in 1999. And we had to stop because it was so far ahead of the curve. Then we tried in 2005. It was too too far ahead of the curve. And then in 2012, uh, when this young buck, you know, Joe Castello was out there with us, we jumped back into Competition Plus TV. And we just started steadily uh, building it. I mean, it'll be 10 years for Competition Plus TV next year. Wow. 10th year anniversary. 
And uh, again, we were ahead of the curve on that. And, and we we branched out with other uh, venues like Competition Plus Apparel, selling, you know, old throwback T-shirts and stuff. And, and pretty soon we'll have our own classified ads website out that you'll be able to go in and, you know, pay 20 bucks and get a premier ad. Well, and that's the thing. You got to just, like you said, keep going back and forth just like well just like you do over the videos right like you refine you refine you refine like how can i make it better cleaner nicer simpler flow better and that's the same and that's what i'm trying to do with wfo as well uh it's challenge it is definitely challenging at the same time but um have built an audience and uh am thankful for them and thankful for you bobby i appreciate it this has been great everybody remember 8 p.m eastern time uh, Billy Myers, Legend of the Series. And if you're watching in the future or down the road, uh, go back and watch it. And there you go. Bobby, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. Look forward to seeing you at the races. And uh, I, I believe next year for the first time, I'm going to be headed back out to Southern California. Since I got sick, I've been le very leery of going to places like Southern California and Las Vegas. Uh, just didn't want to put myself in a situation where I could have a chance to get sick again, but you know what? That's not going to define me anymore. If it happens, it happens, whatever it's going to be, but I'm going to go down fighting. I promise well, you, you took, that. you took the, uh, you took the cutting edge of it. I'm not going to, I'm not a doctor. I don't understand all of that stuff, but it sounds like, you know, we now have weapons against it. We've got, uh, you know, different uh, versions of it are coming out, which they're saying are maybe more transmittable, but less powerful. You know, you know, like things are changing and we're in a different place than we were when when you got it. You got you were the first person that I knew personally to get it. And you went through hell and we know that. And I always think, thank goodness that they canceled the Gator Nationals because you could have handed that off to, you know, a lot of people. And I hate to think of it like that, but. The worst part is, is I could have been stuck in my room, sick down there, not able to get out. Uh, because again, I, we're not going to rehash the whole thing. But the day that I uh, was rushed to the hospital, I was just one day away from dying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the difference between now and then is COVID comes my way. I'm ready to punch it in the mouth. Yeah. And you I got don't something. play around with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to punch it in the mouth. And how I'm punching it out in the mouth is by vitamins, by a healthy life lifestyle. And you're going to do what you're going to do. So bring it. There is. I'm ready That's for you. I wasn't exciting. ready then, but I am now by gosh. How could you have been? How could you have been? Nobody could have been. That's that's the sad thing. Bobby, great job. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And I can't wait to see Billy Meyer Legends. Thanks for everybody who has supported us and Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Likewise. Later, Bobby. There he goes. Bobby Bennett from Competition Plus. Really appreciate Bobby joining us here on the show and uh, Legends the Series. Like, I am already super excited. Uh, Bobby, going to let you go. Going to finish the show up right now. And uh, great stuff. Now, remember, this is pre-recorded. This is pre-recorded because we wanted to get Legends the Series on. But make sure of to watch it. Simple as that. All right, guys, final thoughts. Just want to shout out WFO stores up and rolling. I'm putting these. These are the kind of things that I think are interesting, right? Whether it be hoodies or long sleeve T-shirts. And there's a bunch more. We got some with the logo is big. The logo is small. All that stuff. Get yourself some WFO gear, certainly. And shout out to our sponsors. Also, the Patreons. 
patreon.com slash WFO radio or go to WFO radio.com and just click on Patreon and you can enjoy the perks. What do you get? Nothing. You get nothing. You're just supporting the show. You're supporting the show and you get access to ignition and you get a special show called Monday motivation, which is really don't expect much. And it's the kind of thing that when you get it, you get it, but it's not for everybody. But the people who do it, they're the advisory board. When I got a question, like, what are we going to do at WFO Radio? Are we going to try to take control of our, you know, uh, our rivals? Are we going to do an attack on our greatest rivals? Uh, they make the decisions, which is great, which is great. Thank you, Patreons. Don't forget, December 29th, Flying Ryan Ayler and myself battling at Showtime Dragway in St. Petersburg. I will be there. Gates open approximately 3 o'clock. Uh, we're going to be having a good time uh, into the evening. We're going to do a best of three drag race called Joe versus pro. He wrote the pro versus Joe. Cause he made this, but my version is Joe versus pro identically prepared Mustangs, me and flying Ryan. Big thanks to Frank Holly's drag racing school and samtech.edu total seal piston rings. And of course, Marvin Rodak Rodak's coffee and grills.com. Happy holidays to everybody out there. We really appreciate you and everybody that has Enjoyed this show for the year. Now, I'm thinking that this might be the last. Is it going to be the last show of the year? I don't know, guys. My whole, like, holiday with this travel that I'm on right now. Right now, I'm in Houston, Texas, except not now because I'm here. Preparing. Last week. Follow that? But what's going to happen between Christmas and New Year's? We got a Tuesday with Reinhardt. I think that we could probably uh, maybe make that happen. And then we got the whole Flying Ryan deal. And then New Year's. We'll definitely do some best of programming as well. So be on the lookout for that. But again, to everybody out there, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. If you're commenting, I'm not here, man. I'm not here. If you're wondering where the comments were, I'm not here. Watch Legends of the Series. And my own Billy Meyer stories... This guy is awesome. Like one thing he'll do, like one out of every five times he goes to shake your hand, he'll like go to shake your hand. And as you go to shake it, he'll go. And it's, you got me again. But then what's funny is after a while, he shakes your hand a couple of regular times and you start to feel a little disappointed. Oh man, Meyer's not getting me with his little joke. Oh, maybe I'm not special anymore. <laughs> and then just when you're like, Okay, back to normal. Simple as that. Check out our WFO store, guys. Nobody's using the face coverings anymore, and I get it. But we got other cool stuff on there, including our Amazon store. And a lot of stuff. All right, guys, appreciate you. Have a great year. See you on the other side. WFO. <laughs>